Um, hi, <laughs> my name is Willows. And my name is Tyler. And uh, welcome to I'll Call Beyond This Point. It's the podcast where we debate things sober and then drunk and then try to see if we uh, come to the same conclusion. And today? Today we have some drinky drinks. Um, we're doing a lot of craft beer today, uh, mainly. Uh, craft it's, beer, craft... We have, we have everything, actually. Actually, it's pretty much all local. And, um, and for those on video, um, we're getting wiser. We brought a pitcher of water because we have to be up early tomorrow. Yeah, we both have to be up early tomorrow, and uh, he was like, man, I don't know if we can do a podcast. I'm fucking hungover every single time we do one of these. And then he's like, actually, I'll just drink water because we're not going to not drink. Right. <laughs> um, sorry, Mom. Sorry, Sarah. Um, we're coming to you from probably Echoey Studio. Uh, we're working on it. Bear with us. Um, camera quality is better, though. I know that was the thing that none of you wanted, but uh, <laughs> I got a, I upgraded phones recently, so uh, here we are. So we have a better phone, camera. But I think we're we're kind of thinking about. Uh, Splitting the cost on some shitty mics, eh? Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm leaning that way. Yep. Yeah. Just some SM58, some hangers, and the box. It's the box and the wires and all this stuff that really adds up. Yeah. Yeah. The mics themselves are not too bad. Yeah. A few hundred dollars in your podcaster. Yeah. So I, I think we should. I think we should go that. I think we should also uh, crack some beers. So yeah. I'm going to take my. Uh, my. <laughs> Remember, he was like, okay, so for the, those of you not watching the video on YouTube, um, I have like a sketchy unmarked can with like a temporary label on it uh it's because uh my friend andrews shout out Sucrums, has a brewery and he does like sm super small batch stuff um so i'm always able to get my hands on it um so this is one of his uh small batch uh, blood orange goza it's a sour with made with uh, blood oranges so wonderful um, that's what i'm cracking today are we hitting shot segment by the way you want to do it first well i'll get my <laughs> Other. Mm, mm, mm. I want this one. Okay. We're both drinking sucrums today. Yeah, sucrums, Desert Island. This is the Hoppy Tropical IPA. Which fails. Yeah. Cheers. Ah. Mm, it's good. Uh, yeah, when he says we're working on getting a better studio, what he really means is we've done absolutely nothing. I've worked on stuff on Amazon. <laughs> right. No, what we've been working on is everything. Everything. Literally but. everything but. We literally put in a... You... The, the kitchen sink was ahead of... Like, literally. Yeah, literally the sink. Um... So we may as well, because we're going to hate ourselves, we may as well get this over with as fast as possible. Uh, welcome to the segment that we like to call Shot Time. Uh, it's where you, the audience, get to pick uh, the no, shot that you... Not Shot Time. We're going to call it Shot Caller. Shot Caller. Shot Caller. Yeah. Shot, shot Caller. Welcome to the segment called Shot Caller. Yeah. You, you know what Shot Caller is? We never went over this. It's fine. Okay. Right, right now. Shot Caller. All right. As I like in, you call the shots. You're in charge. You, the fans, are the shot callers. You call the shots. We fucking take them. I love it. That's the smartest thing you've said today. Thank you. Okay. Um, welcome to the segment we like to call Shot Caller, where you, the audience, <laughs> gets to pick the shot that, uh, that me and Tyler take uh, on the show. And uh, because none of you did, 
Um, we're, we are drinking uh, the same old Appleton Estate uh, rum that is... You know, the, in, ba- the back of the cupboard rum. The back of the cupboard, in the back of my cupboard. Um, so shout out uh, Appleton Estate um, for sponsoring this video. Uh, let's just fucking do it. Smoothly. Could have been worse. Yeah. Usually I have trouble with the first shot of the night, but that wasn't that bad. Can we talk about um, the vodka tasting we had the other day? Can we talk about that? I think we talked about it yesterday because we were drinking them on the podcast last episode. Oh, yeah. So this is going to come out in a couple weeks. So, yeah, we can talk about it. Um, yeah, we uh, my, my winery is just making an in-house vodka. We're not bottling it or anything. But we're just making an in-house one to uh, use in my bar, so I can like make better cocktails and stuff. And uh, yeah, what did you want to? What you want to? It about? was smooth. <laughs> Which out of like a shitty six hundred dollars still, like, and my partner who's never distilled yeah, professionally. Yeah, we're, we're over here. Everybody's telling us you need years of experience to distill smooth vodka, and he's like first shot on a home. <laughs> no, home. it's not quite a home still. It's it's a large. Well, you can't distill at home, legally. Yeah, well, you know, y'all know what I'm saying. It's not commercial sized. No, not by any stretch. No. Like you're talking hours and hours for like a few liters of vodka. Yeah, it was like 18 hours for like five liters or something. Yeah, so you know that for scale, and it actually came out probably about as smooth as a 35, 40 dollar bottle. It was bad, but I. It, don't... I don't drink vodka. Though, you so. don't drink vodka. I don't like vodka either. But it was. <laughs> I love. You don't drink vodka. I don't like vodka. <laughs> True. No, it was. It. Hmm. Um. So we didn't really. This is like one of the first podcasts we've done where we didn't have a fucking plan at all. So. Uh, Why is that? I don't know. We're lazy. Um. I don't think we've been lazy. I've been. I've. I've been working hard. I don't know about you. Not on this. No. I mean, <laughs> this podcast typically reflects kind of what's going on in our daily life. We don't yeah. sit down and plan content. We just kind of... Yeah. You know. Well, the, the whole point of this podcast to begin with was because we were working through problems while drinking. And then um, the we we're just like, what's this? this? There's good value here. Let's record it and put it out. Okay. Right? Yeah. But do you think that we haven't really had many business problems to work through recently? Yeah, it's just kind of been going. I've been on like smooth sailing. Yeah, I, um, I've I've got problems, but nothing to discuss. Like just stuff to work on, you know. Yeah, just business as usual. Well, tell us about that. Oh yeah, so I I don't know. I got a project I'm really excited about. My next kind of goal, vision, major one for myself is to get to the point of, um, you know, get a semi passive asset mm-hmm. that I can get net zero or even net positive on all my living expenses yeah so then whatever i'm doing in business um you know i can leverage that credit credibility um reputation and you know get a standing in the community that i work in because once you own something especially in real estate and hospitality you get known really quickly yeah i mean look so at your business right my business you you're you know you're Indirectly in hospitality. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, and you get all this news coverage. Yeah. So. Also, I'm cool. Right. 
very cool. Such a such a cool Lama Jama Santa Claus wine drinking. I don't know what you're trying to insult me here, but I don't, I don't know. Anyways, you're calling you you're saying things that are all true, so but yeah, so that's well, step one for any business owner is to get the business profitable. And then step two would be to get yourself. I think step one is to start. Hmm? Got that. Just start already. It's easy. <laughs> okay? Go back to like episode one. It, yeah. It's easy. Yeah. No. <laughs> but I'm saying, do you think that you should prioritize Paying yourself, getting net zero on your living expenses before your business gets net zero on its expenses? Uh, I think it's different between um, I'm looking at something that's more or less just a real estate asset that kind of produces a fixed return. I'm talking like more in general, like if we're, if we're giving business advice. Yeah, I would say, I don't know, your business needs to survive for its own sake and... But also you pay, your, pay yourself as little as you can afford to take. Because also you can't fucking be expected to run your business if you can't eat. Right. Right. Yeah. No, if yeah. you like write any business plan prevented to presented to BDC, Business Development Bank of Canada, offering exclusively entrepreneur loans. Yep. If you do not account for your own salary in your business plan, yeah, they will fucking kick you out the door. Yeah, they'll take you out away. Yeah. Yeah. And then remember how I didn't pay myself for like two years? And people were like, oh, that's not possible. And I said, ha-ha, I'm homeless. Yeah. Well. Yeah, one time uh, a government, because uh, I was applying for like a grant, like some like on- young entrepreneur's grant or something. And um, I had to do like a daily log of my hours. Yeah. And then part of it. So I did, oh, a, daily, yeah. Yeah, did a daily log of my hours for like two weeks. Or, no, I think it was like two months. And then I also had to submit, like, my pay stubs and, like, my bank records and everything to, like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So she's like, wait, you're working 100 hours a week and paying yourself $200 a month? And I said, yeah. And she said, well, you can't live on two. Like, she basically accused me of lying. Like, she said, you can't live on $200 a month. And I'm like, okay, maybe you can't with your government salary and fucking... You know, multiple vehicles and family and stuff. Spending $200 a day just to get by? Yeah, I don't know. I got eight roommates and fucking went to networking events and ate their sandwiches. Yeah. Like, you know. Lots of mustard, lots of white bread. Fucking. Little little bologna. It's it's something ridiculous. Like, people in, like, there's, like, in, like, Nigeria or something. Or, like, no, probably a more poor country. But, like, like, an African country I was reading, they live on, like, five USD a month. Yeah, maybe... I don't know my I geography, that. but like Nairobi or Uganda yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they were living on like five USD a month. Yeah. Like think about that. Yeah. Right? Like it's fucked. Like, yeah, like a, you get a half cup of rice every other day kind of thing. Yeah, literally. Like, yeah. Yeah. And they're still happier. Well, because remember, it's the, you know, those <laughs> fucking commercials that are like, oh, you can support a kid for the price of a cup of coffee a day or whatever. Yeah. It's like a buck a day. That's 30 bucks a month. You can support a child. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't know. Plug for World Vision. Plug for World Vision. Donate to this podcast and then match your donation and we won't do anything. What's something that we have been arguing about lately? Do you know? Or I don't know. I have nothing to do anything. Do you know where you're trying to get it out of it, or like what? I'm trying to remember because I remember distinctly thinking that you're an idiot. 
Like very. Well, I distinctly remember thinking you were an idiot, but that's about something completely different. So what was it? I don't know. When you were standing beside behind Zach with a saw. You approved of that, to be fair. <laughs> um, when? When you... Yesterday? When you were here? No. no I don't know. We were drinking the other day. On the last podcast? <laughs> Possibly. All of the days be blended. Um, yeah, so after the last podcast, uh, yeah. we were on a level of drunk that we do not typically reach. We were pretty drunk. At least not one that I do. Like, I... <laughs> I, I, yeah, I could I couldn't get off the couch, so I crashed there, slept two and a half hours, and then went to a six a.m. golf game. I had a tea time at like an hour after we stopped drinking. My, <laughs> yeah, literally, my first time golfing since I was fifteen. And, and how did it go? So I'm like driving there, and I'm like I can't tell if I'm tired, drunk, or hungover. Yeah. And then I I, no, when you texted me like 4 p.m. You're like, the hangover's coming now. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it hit me later for yeah, sure. Was I was, I, I think I was just like really, really tired, not fully awake. Mm-hmm. And then you know, got to the golf course, changed my clothes, pulled my ass out of the car, and I'm like just standing in the parking lot, just like half conscious. Everybody else shows up looking all chipper. One buddy's like. I got up at 4.45 and I hit the gym and I took a cold shower. I did some yoga and I'm ready to go. And I'm like, I went to bed at 4.45 <laughs> and I think I'm still drunk. Uh, yeah, we went out on the course, teed up. First first line, if you know Winnipeg, which most of you don't or care. Uh, yeah, to whack my first ball straight into traffic. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is going to be a good day. Just like pretended it didn't happen, like dropped my ball down the fairway and just kept fucking whacking away. But it was actually a pretty good time. I had heat stroke by the end of it and then the hangover hit. But man, I got a new hobby now. Yeah. And I did it in, I'd say, the only fashion that I know how. And you were you were golfing with your old boss and your old co-worker. Mm-hmm. And then he texted me after that night and he said hey you golf <laughs> he's just trying to get me out, the, out on the on the links as well I'm like, you know what we are that age that well tell me say the thing that you said to me about like the people on the golf course oh yeah so i mean the best reason to go golfing at our age is to meet people in business because if you're going during business hours you know monday to friday between uh Honestly, the best time is like between like seven and noon. Yeah. Uh, if you're on the golf course at that time, or better yet, you know, you get off the golf course, get back into the, uh, you know, in the, the clubhouse, cl- into the clubhouse, and you're like mid morning, ten thirty a.m., lounging without a care in the world. Yeah. And you're like twenty four. You know, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck's this guy up to? Like, yeah. how is he not at his job? Is yeah. How he is he like- paying the membership of this club?" And yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, obviously. You don't get that effect at public courses. Of course. But, um, I mean, you got to practice. Yeah, I think the line you said was, if you want to find the richest people in your city, go to the golf course at 8 a.m. on a work day. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah, because it's you're not going to find them. that. <laughs> you're not going to find the working class. You're not going to find... Uh, you'll, you'll find a lot of, actually, senior citizens, right? Um, it's probably 80% people that are in their 60s but i mean you can either you know jump right into that group see who you can meet or you can just eliminate that entirely and look for everyone that's between your age and that and then go from there fantastic networking opportunity and 
like how else do you get seen by respected or older members of the community in a way that they see you as like a peer and not just like some you have to be, you have to be half decent at golf though yes <laughs> and no because if you, if you keep shooting all your balls in the yeah. traffic like Tyler yeah uh, no, it's like, you might not have a good networking foot to stand on yeah but if you like if you show up you don't lose your temper you calmly whack your way through it you don't hold people up you're polite you show up consistently like you do that one two three times they won't take notice of you but if you're still there three months later yeah you're there six months later if you're next season it's those cycles that really start to uptick like Think about any networking event. You don't really pay attention to first-timers. Yeah. yeah. But every time you see someone, yeah. it builds that rapport. Because how many times did we go to the same event before we connected? Me and you? Yeah. Oh, probably multiple. I don't even know. Yeah. We, yeah. Don't, we probably. I think we went to a lot of the same events and we never even met each other. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because we were talking about how we were like, oh, I've been doing this for a couple of years. You're like, oh, me too. And like, we had never met before. Yeah. Yeah. Until you tried to sell me something. That's right. the only reason why you tried to notice me in the first place. Yeah, that's how I met half my friends, honestly. I tried <laughs> to sell everybody some shit. Fair point. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think networking is important. I don't think it's... Uh, I think that's probably the most... I, like, I don't I don't feel like that's like a hidden piece of business advice that nobody knows. I think everyone preaches but are, that. But are you doing it? Who, me? Or anyone. Listener, anyone listening. Period. Anyone saying that, believing it, understanding. Like, yeah, yeah, networking, networking is important. Okay, like, what what actions are you taking? Yeah. To And not, I'm not saying, like, just show up to your Chamber of Commerce event and fucking twiddle your thumbs and talk to your buddy that you always go there with. Yeah. You actually have to put yourself into, number one, new situations and new places and do new things to meet new people and bookmark this and re-listen to it after there isn't uh, 40,000 people a day dying of a terrible disease yes <sighs> sorry I forgot America yeah we get fucked Manitoba a million and a half people we still only have seven deaths we're doing pretty good we have a grand total of like 350 60. Infections total? 350 total and eight, 16 right now. 16 active yeah. and 7 deaths. No one in the hospital. So, yeah. I mean, we're doing great over here. But America is not, unfortunately. No. I saw Florida had 8,000 just the state of Florida. Yesterday. In like one day. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. And this is, um, for context, this is the 2nd of July, 2020. So if you're listening to this from Futureland. Roughly two weeks after the protests. So, we talked about this last time. We I both so. we both vigorously support the protests. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, shame on you, you went out, now you're sick. I'm just like, okay, so there was protest two weeks ago. It's a two-week incubation period. Yeah. Now we have skyrocketing infection numbers. Yeah. Like, this is an incredibly infectious disease. You're not talking about, like, one guy infects two guys, infects four guys. You're talking like one person one, infects 100. One to 15 yeah. to 100 to 600. That yeah. can happen in an hour. And yeah, I don't know. Well, because then you get a lot of the people on the right being like, oh, so fucking bars and restaurants give the infection, but protests don't. Right. Because like all, like Bernie's like, yeah, get out and protest. But he's also like, stay inside because COVID. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot of like, you know, I I don't know. I think I'm looking at it in like a quote unquote militant perspective, where when it's something that important, 
you go up regardless of the risk. What's the option, right? Like sit down and be quiet or yeah, seize the moment. And obviously people cho- chose to seize the moment yeah. and accept the risk. Well, and the protests out here that we had, the Black Lives Matter protest, people were wearing masks and people were social distancing. Yeah, true. Like So that's one correlation. Another correlation would be literally everything else that they're doing. Oh, half the states are like reopening everything. Well, they're like phase three worse than when they started the shutdown. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn. Well, we keep like reopening slowly and our premier, which is like the equivalent of an American governor, is basically saying, I reserve the right to step back at any time if things get worse. Yeah. And the prime minister is lockstep. Yeah. And our... Can you okay, just take a moment to appreciate that? It's coordinated. <laughs> and they're different. The, our prime minister is a liberal, right. uh, a left-leaning person, and our, our premier is a right-leaning person. And they're pretty much having the same response. There's no beef. Yeah, there's no... Because global pandemic, we're dying. People are fucking yeah. dying, Karen. There's like, literally a rule book. Just fucking follow it. And don't make it a partisan issue. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, but half of America doesn't believe this is real. Yeah. Or at least as real as, as so, it could be. Or they, yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, the deaths will start spiking in four weeks. Do you see this? Uh, China released a thing that said they 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 found another one, another disease. Yes. Yeah, it was like a, another H one N one kind of thing. Yeah, it's H one N two. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, they just found it. They're like, ah, this has pandemic potential as well. <laughs> yeah, it's in their it's in their pig population and it has the potential to flip to humans <laughs> fucking covid 20 electric boogaloo like the well it's not even not even fucking news at this point like the i forget african country but they literally just cleared their last ebola outbreak like oh, really? last week and that was like 10 years ago right, right. yes yeah, so maybe not quite but Pretty close, but the reason that they are were fighting Ebola up till now is because they had um, pause for dramatic effect an uncoordinated disbelieving response to the Ebola pandemic. Like mm-hmm. half of them didn't believe it was real, and then one branch of the government was like trying to go to social distancing and lockdowns. The other half of the government was like fighting against them. And then they had vaccines come in, and then the other half of the government's like, no, we don't like those vaccines. We're going to do, I don't know, hydrochloroquine. <laughs> and then uh, basically they, they were going back and forth, back and forth. So like this pandemic turned into like four or five year thing when it could have been nine months. It's interesting that like, and no one, or maybe there were people that I just didn't notice, but like when Ebola was a thing, no one was like, that's not real. Right. Right. Yeah. Or even when, well, the fatality rate was pretty high. We're doing a glass of water. This is uncharacteristic for for me, but I think you're right with the. Uh... Yeah, I think Ebola death rate was a lot higher. What like, about like? Like, I think if I tell you, it was like fucking, so like fifteen to thirty percent. What about like H one N one though? Was there anyone saying that that didn't exist? No, but H one N one wasn't such a big deal because the fatality rate was like three times higher than the flu so it was like 0.03 fatality rate so something like and what's covid 
um, nobody has any idea. You can't tell until like until, it's over. until a year from now. Yeah. But it's definitely higher because they estimated roughly twenty five percent of the U.S. population had swine flu or H one N one. So you know you're talking eighty million people got it. Yeah. Um, and then they could figure out the death rates and whatever. Yeah. But it was like just a mildly bad flu. Yeah. So they just kind of let it flow through the population because you can't stop really. You just don't want to overwhelm your hospitals. Yeah. And they did because it was not a very dangerous disease. So H1N1, not a big deal. I remember getting a vaccine. Yeah. For it. Like I remember my mom freaking out. Right. And it was, it was not that dangerous, but something like Ebola which has a much higher fatality rate, people take way more seriously. When, like, one in three people dies, everyone locks down super fucking quick. And also, it's not nearly as... It's not as infectious. Instead of, like, one to six, like, one person infects six, it's one person infects, like, three. Okay. So, I forget what they call that number, but, like, the rate of multiplication is, like, a fraction lower, plus it's way more lethal. People take it way more seriously. Yeah. Like... You can clamp down on it and it's think about if it never got out of Wuhan but was super deadly. Yeah. We would have all You would have no you would just you would have no idea. We would be talking about the election right now. Yeah. And Which how, is still happening, I guess, right? Now Biden is fucking tripping over his own feet <laughs> and he's got a <laughs> and then and then Trump is I don't know. Do you think well, fucking Biden tweeted the other day. He's like, I promise to read my briefs if I'm a if I'm elected president. And I saw someone like quote tweeted and was like, it is the saddest day when all the presidential candidate has to do is set himself apart and say, I'm going to read. Like, these are the two. I'm going to read what I'm going to read the morning news presented like, to me. These are the two lowest denominators of any like it's. It's brutal. Here's an interesting subject because yeah. this is something that I argued with someone else about. Okay. Is the idea of pivoting your political opinion. For what purpose? For well, just, you know, for any reason or a lot of reasons. Okay. So. Well, you mean like in, deliberately in, pivoting it or like it's just been, it pivots over time? It's pivoted over time. Okay. Due to events. Okay. Like I'm not like consciously being like, you know what, I've changed my mind about how I feel about things. No, I, I don't think I've changed my values. Yeah. But. Obviously you have. Shit's changed. That's, we grow, right? Right. So up until, I don't know, end of last year, end of 2019, I was... I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't call myself a Trump supporter, but I wasn't opposed to what he was doing because I saw it was like it was super good for um, the economy. Know, yeah, super good for the economy. I was working in Cleveland and it was like really, really, um, you know, good progress for the like black unemployment uh, was shrinking at a rate like double or triple is the national unemployment mm-hmm. and like things look good steel is coming back to cleveland there's a bunch of manufacturing coming back things looked really good and i'm like you know what you know what the guy might be a dumbass he might say some stupid shit on tv but you know what shit, results matter something's working and i'm like i get it the guy's not a polished politician he's a crass arrogant new yorker new york 
billionaire. Like, of course he's a dick. Yeah. But he's getting the right shit done, so it seemed. But a good times leader... Creates... A good... (laughs) Yes. A, A good times leader... In good times, you know, it's easy to look like good. Like you do shit together, things like are going you, well. Right. D- did it even have anything to do with him? We don't know. I mean, not likely per se, because, I mean, is one person out of 300 million that influential over the success of the country? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think, like, the, the machine of the government, the executive branch, the judicial branch, the Senate, the con- Congress, whatever, like, that is... So much momentum, right? Well, I saw like a good comment that was like, these leftists are going to be really confused when Biden wins the election and black people are still getting killed by cops. Right. Like, I think we've, we've got like, we, I probably, I'm speaking, you know, in broad terms, obviously. I think a lot of people have kind of like forgot that Trump isn't the whole problem. Right, right. He's a symptom of the of the you know. Right. So the stock prices are high. Everyone's having a good time. Trump says something stupid. Nobody cares. You know, like well, because they're, they're not they're not asking him question. They're not asking him any hard questions. Not it's, life or death questions. Right. So good times equals um, you can kind of get away with shit, and there's not a lot of scrutiny or pressure on you. Yeah. But as soon as crisis hits there's crunch and now now your values your leadership all these things that come out come into question well yeah they come into question and all of a sudden people are asking questions and looking for you know leadership guidance unity all these things that you know leader of a giant country is supposed to do mm-hmm. and then you have whatever the fuck is happening right now. Like, literally saying, we're he's def... As of what, July 15th or something like that? He's defunding, pulling all federal funding from COVID-19 testing sites because, quote, if we test a lot, we look bad. I he's pulling... Is all that the, what he's doing? No, it's official. He's pulling all federal funding from all I saw the quote. I didn't want to get into it just because I didn't... I was busy that day. I didn't want to deal with it. It's like, like, really? Yeah, he said... I get what he was trying to say. He was trying to say that, like, we have more positives because we're testing more. Yes, true. But there was, like, two follow-up interviews after that. Okay, I, which I didn't watch, so... Yeah, no, he... Um, so he made the statement of, like, we're getting a lot of positives because we're testing a lot. I'm going to defund testing. That way we don't look so bad. And then... His, um, his advice, whatever, top advisors, you know, they do the press conferences, the press asked him, like, are you fucking serious? So, like, no, 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 he was kidding. Yeah. And then as he's like hopping into his plane, this same reporter is like, hey, are, were you kidding about this thing? He's like, no, no, if we do, I'm defunding the, like, there's no more federal funding. Which doesn't mean it's defunded, it means there's no more federal funding. Yeah, no more federal funding. But yeah. healthcare isn't federally funded generally anyway. Right, which means like Trump's, whatever, the, the national coordination around like, let's get this pandemic under control, yeah. go on, now it's up to the state and municipal governments. Which I would argue is more efficient. It's more efficient, yes, but it's about the message. Mm. They don't actually do that much in, uh, see, the way the U.S. is set up is they have 
municipal and state and county have a lot of power. Yeah. Most of most of the power. The only thing that Trump really has is the narrative. Yeah. Which have you followed his goddamn Twitter? <laughs> yeah, I love his Twitter. <laughs> I know, it's hilarious. But if you're defunding it, what does that say? And he said, no, 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 we're defunding it because if we do less tests, we're going to have less positives and we're not going to look so bad. Yeah. I don't want to justify the things that Trump thinks. I don't know. He reconfirmed it. I'm like, you could have just, you you could have walked away. You could have gotten away (laughs) with it. It could have, like. Yeah. You know what I hope? He's just like fucking nailing his own fucking nails in the car. You know what I hope? Whether he's done in November or he gets another four years, either way, I hope that after his presidency, he releases a book that says, that titled, like, I can't believe I made it. And he basically just explains, yeah, I just kept doing fucking ridiculous shit and no one stopped me. Yeah. Like, I just, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like straight up told them, yeah, I'm going to stop doing COVID testing because then less negatives make me look better. One would, and no one did anything. <laughs> one, one would hope. I hope that one, he's just trolling us. There's such a master plan. Well, if I was a billionaire, I'd be like, let's see if I can become president. <sighs> the consequences, though. His, his brand is trashed. Well, he's fucking 70. What else is he doing? Yeah, right. I mean, he's on his way out the door. Um, I was saying today, I want... Uh, you ever seen the, the Simpsons movie? They built like a... They Long built, time ago. Okay, yeah, me too. They build like a dome around Springfield. Yeah. I don't remember what the plot is, but they're it's like... like that Stephen King movie, Under the Dome. Sure. They're in a dome, whatever. And uh, so I think I want to run for mayor uh, with that Business platform. With that, and that's my whole platform, is we build a dome around Winnipeg. And oh, I, like a wall. Yeah, but uh, so like we control weather and shit. Yeah. but we, And then people are going to like ask me like, what about the greenhouse effect? And I'm like, next question. Like, and I'll just do that. And yeah. just as a joke, like basically to fuck with this, just to, you know, I don't actually believe in the democratic system. So, um, just to, it's like a vermin Supreme kind of situation where it's a protest. Right. Mm-hmm. And just see how far I can get by being my only platform. Joe is. exotic nearly got elected. Joe exotic. Isn't he in jail? I didn't watch the thing. Okay, yeah, no, he nearly got elected. So there's what they call, like, there, there's, I don't know what they call, like, a downswing type of year. Like, basically when, especially in the States where you just have two parties to vote for, mm-hmm. um, there will be a random independent that comes in, and he's literally just an eccentric shit disturber, and people will rally behind that person and vote for him just like as protest against the quote system. Well, I mean like not, not exactly as a, as a protest, but you find people like Arnold Schwarzenegger won. Right. Right. But he he's like legitimate. He was actually like competent though. Okay. Uh, fucking who's the, um, Kane, the WWE wrestler. He just got elected like a, like a mayor or something. Oh, that's great. Like a governor or something. He's like a, he's an elected official now somewhere. And like, is Brock Lesnar going to be the newest MLA? Of Saskatchewan? Yeah. <laughs> That's where he lives, apparently. Yeah, he can be the premier of Saskatchewan. For he's not Canadian, is he? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. He did, yeah, he's like, ca- Brock Lesnar has a cabin like 500 kilometers from here. Which is he, like, close in Canada speak. 
Oh yeah, very close. Like that's that's what I mean. <laughs> that's yeah. like next door. Yeah, it's like no, like literally the next province over, and he has like this like fucking like 160 acres of like farmland where he just like lives in rural Saskatchewan for no reason. Loves to hunt. Yeah, that's why for like no reason. It's like <laughs> Brock was, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. he's a WWE. Well, he was a UFC or not UFC, but uh, UFC. What's the other one? He was UFC champion. UFC? What's the other one? MMA? Well, MMA is the sport. UFC is the league. Oh, news to me. I don't really care about any of this. <laughs> um, but he was, yeah, like an actual fighter. And yeah. then apparently he's, he's said something like, don't quote me on this, but he said something like, uh, I can make more money performing. And yes. then like became a WWE. Same uh, with that chick. Ronda Rousey, yeah, she became a WWE fair. She's like, I make way more money. She didn't, yeah, she got kind of left behind. She didn't progress. She got the shit beaten out of her twice, and then she's like, ah, I'm just going to do She was so famous, though, hey? Well, it's because the female side of MMA was, like, way behind. It was, like, yeah. ten, 10 years behind, yeah. but developing five times as fast. When she was... So she was on top for a little bit, would dominate it like crazy, and then she got knocked down fucking she, immediately. Because she was doing the whole Conor McGregor thing where he, she was, like, I'm the toughest person ever, like... Yeah. and her whole shtick was she, she'd knock bitches out in the first 20 seconds. Yeah. But then all of a sudden she came across a tough girl that she couldn't knock Yeah, out I saw the pictures seconds. of her face just, like... Yeah. Looks like a fucking... Yeah, no, I... Plum, like... I remember that fight. Or Violent she, Beauregard, like... Yeah, she went against this... Um, the woman was a Marine. Okay, yeah. And, like, punched her in the face a bunch of times, and yeah. this chick fucking laughs at her and just goes three rounds, beats the crap out of her. Yeah, it's I saw like, the highlights. Yeah, just outclassed. She yeah. didn't evolve, didn't train hard enough, and yeah. now she's famous. Cocky. Yeah. yeah. Um, say what you will about the uh, McGregor-Mayweather uh, fight. But fucking Floyd Mayweather had him way... Like, if you just look at his footing... Yeah. Like, he had him way outclassed. I like boxing more than I like UFC. Yeah. Um, Nothing really... I don't keep up with it, but I, I used to watch a lot of, like, Muhammad Ali fights and stuff. Just, like, you know, like, old... I was yeah. saying reruns. MMA is a lot less refined. There's yeah. Too, there's too many ways to win too quickly. Yeah. Which almost, like... I guess, like, I understand why people like it. Like, and I, and I, like, I like it too. Like, if it's like, if someone's like, yo, we're having beers, we've got pay-per-view of the UFC, I'll be like, yeah, whatever, right, right? I don't, I'm not invested, but I get why people like it. Like, it's the most primal, like, oh yeah you know, you get to basically kill someone, <laughs> like, There's no one you know, in, you're biting. Yeah, in, in like a, like a fit of, you know. No one's actually going to die. No, but it's, it's, it's fair combat. Right, yeah. it's we're you're on equal footing, like it's fair combat, right? You gotta be fucking within a pound of each other, like you know, no, it's no pocket sand, no pocket sand. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like you know, at the end of the day, I think most of us, especially men, I think have it inside of them. They just want to be fucking barbarians again. <laughs> yeah, how weird. Is Which it? I think is a bad thing. Okay, so in ne- general, so neither of us watch. Sports. It's toxic masculinity, probably, right? Yeah, none of it. Neither of us. No, we don't watch sports, right? No, no, not no. Like, I, I enjoy watching. Watch the Jets playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Jets playoffs. Great cop football. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I do not give a shit, though. No. Could not be bothered to follow this regular season. No. And, like, I wonder for any of you fans out there what it's like 
when you're, you know, you, you, your fucking entertainment is based around, you know, fantasy football, your fantasy NHL, the playoffs, going to your buddy's house, Sunday night or Sunday afternoon football, all these like family rituals. This must feel like chaos. Like with, chaos or uh, with chaos of, COVID? Yeah, with none of this happening. Yeah. All the sports are gone. Like, and at this rate. I'm gonna drink ahead of you. Speed up. Are you? Yeah, I just finished the last one. Oh. <laughs> um, I think like uh, well, I you know what I'm 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 thinking. Hoppy. Yeah, this is like the man. Fucking people. I think I know Gary Vaynerchuk already is. It's like literally um, everyone's grounded. Investing in esports right now. Oh yeah. Like I know Gary Vaynerchuk has like a whole esports company and everything. Yeah. Um. That's the fucking way to go right now. Because you can still fucking play competitive Call of Duty right now. I've been watching a lot of, uh, you know, just like YouTube channels and stuff like that. And they've, like, Donut Media is one that I've been watching. Like, some car guy. And I don't know exactly when this happened, but now with COVID, they have a show releasing every single day. They have five shows, or sorry, seven shows, one releasing every day. Because people are like... Yeah. Right, and all these hosts are just broadcasting from their bedrooms in front of a green screen. Well, have you seen that uh, you know the Hot Ones show where they do like yep. the the wings? I love the um, Hot Ones. They're uh, they're doing it like on Zoom now. Right, like fucking Sean Evans or whatever is is like doing them, and they're in their kitchen. Isn't that and Barstool owns that? No, Complex owns it. Complex, okay, yeah. Just assume um, Barstool owns everything. <laughs> Complex owns uh, First You Feast, which owns right. Hot Ones. Complex. It's like a hip-hop magazine. Okay. I'm thinking Complex Games is a Winnipeg company. Like, no. uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um, it's like a hip-hop uh, culture yeah, magazine. Yeah. And because like, if you watch like old... That's why they were able to get all these rappers on... Hot ones right. at the beginning before it was famous yeah. because like their agent would pick up the phones from Complex because they're like yeah of course come on a podcast and yeah. then they're like come on this weird show that we're doing and then yeah yeah eat hot wings what yeah exactly and now it's like fucking larger than life so they can get anyone they want yeah but back when they were starting you watch the first like season it's all rappers yeah because and you could tell none of them knew what the fuck we're doing like. DJ Khaled dipped out on the second or third wing out of ten. You could tell he didn't know what he signed up for. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, pussy. Uh, yeah, but yeah, they're <laughs> they're doing it like oh I man we should do like a fucking that on this on this podcast. I've got the last dab at home. Yeah, we. I gave it to you. You have the other one. I gave you the fucking Redux one, the hot one, the hotter one. I I don't think you can tell at that level, but. Yeah, apparently you can. So I, I, I they taste good. Like, I put it on burgers. They taste good. I do. I like it. It's really <laughs> spicy, but yeah, it's yeah. Man, it might be uneventful. We'd be sitting here just like stone page, like mm-hmm. yeah. Well, because we could do it, right? <laughs> yeah, we yeah, could. Yeah. We'd be like just fucking dead ass eating hot. Wings. That'd be fun to go on that show, though. Yes. Right. Like that would be. I've got to say though, I think, I think the uh, little bones hottest. Hot wings they have. It's are, a wing place here in Winnipeg. Yeah, I think they're hotter. That's hotter than that. I think they're hotter. Because they use that. those. Uh, they use fucking. Um, what do you call it? 
extracts. Yeah. Which is like not like when like when like pepper purists will be like that's not real. That's not real. Yeah. Like well, it feels real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the I I've had their second hottest wing. So like I think they're like three out of ten hot is probably the hottest wing you can buy at whatever hot wing place you usually go to. Yeah. That's like or like tavern or whatever. Yeah. That's like their three. Um, they jump from three to a five, which is a dry rub, and then they have a eight, which is called a near death experience. It's called the anti wing and near death experience. And then they have available only in store. Yeah. And I think you only get two wings. Yeah, they only give you two, yeah. Yeah, they only give you two wings <laughs> for like the same price. For like as, ten bucks. <laughs> same, yeah, same price as a dozen. Yeah. And it's it's not called the near death experience. It's called death. Death. <laughs> yeah. It's just just called death. Yeah. And that one's a ten out of ten. Yeah. So like I don't know how many Scoville units, but it's double what a near death experience is. And well, a near death experience, I have to hype myself up for like three weeks before I try those. The like hottest one on like hot ones is like hotter than pepper spray apparently. Like on the Scoville scale. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. COVID protesters. How hot is pepper well, spray? Okay. Also, apparently, Scoville is kind of a, not a good measure of actual spice and, and heat. Like, it's not actually a good measurement. That was my air conditioning flicking. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, like, I, I, think, I, I think within my life, I could get famous enough to get on hot ones. That would be awesome. Yeah. I am down. That's like a life goal. Get on Hot Ones with Post Malone. If that show's still around in like 10 years. Not like... Well, he's doing TV right now, eh? He just got a TV deal. Really? He's doing like a game show of the same idea. Where like they have to eat hot wings or whatever. Have you seen Floor's Lava? No. Me neither. Well, what are you talking about then? Just asking. Do you want to play this Floor's Lava? Yes. <laughs> Jumps on table. Jumps on table. No, it's... Uh... I'm excited about it because Netflix is venturing into game shows. Okay. And, like, have you ever watched YouTube videos of, like, China or Japanese game shows? Yeah, like, They're insane. Like, it's, <laughs> they're, a, yeah, they're crazy. it's an entire culture that's, I think, really become soured. I just remember I saw one where they, like, have to make out with a girl in a mask and, like, one of the five girls is their daughter. Japan's kind of weird, man. Yeah, no... I think game shows have been ruined by like shows like Jeopardy. It's like we're on season seven hundred and forty-two with the same okay, fucking uh, host. We stand Alex Trebek. Get well soon, buddy. He has like cancer, like bad. Oop. Yeah. Is this? Yeah, for good. Thank. Yeah. Mm. It's a day old cider. It's the one you and Carly cracked yesterday. Wonderful. We were uh, we went to a pool party yesterday. Thanks, Daniel. Thanks, Daniel. Shout out, Daniel. It was um, it was uh, Canada's birthday, hundred fifty third birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. What do you mean? Oh yeah, that's that's probably the day off. Like day so, off. So I worked till seven p.m. <laughs> day off. Whatever. We did pretty good sales wise, but yeah. So how do you feel about days off? Um, I'm appreciating them more as I get older. True. 
as I get more depressed. <laughs> um, I think we talked about this on the Mexico episode. Yeah. About how like taking taking time off like for people like me and you actually make us come back stronger because we don't use it for escapism. Yeah. Yeah, I would, you know, I try to always put myself in perspective when I get into a weird mood. So yesterday I was watching or sorry, yesterday, day before yesterday, watching a bunch of Netflix, like binging a show for like, like a whole evening, let's say five until midnight. That's like a lot of Netflix. Yeah. That's seven fucking hours. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like halfway through feeling guilty. I'm like, why am I, I'm like feeling guilty for sitting here. That happens to me. Yeah. I'm like, but at the same time, if somebody asks me, how are you doing? Are you busy? Like, what's going on? I'll say, I'm super content. Like, I'm working as much as I want to. I'm making enough money to get by right now. More than I used to. Like, content, but still feel guilty for taking time off. It's like, no. I'm not sitting here because I'm lazy. I'm sitting here because I decided to take a minute. And I decided that... You know, even though I just started a business, I'm not going to spend this entire summer busting my ass, trying to work as many hours as possible, make as many dollars as possible. I decided I was going to have a good summer because I've had three, four, five fucking years of doing exactly that, busting my balls, not enjoying my summer and having nothing nothing to show for it anyways. I guess, like... Yeah, I, like, I'm, I was big into, still am, big into, like, film, and, like, I used to make movies, we've talked about this a bunch. Every so often, where I have, like, a day where I don't have to be up early, I'm like, okay, you know what, I'm gonna watch a fucking movie. And every single time, I get, like, little heart palpitations, I'm like, this is, like, two hours of my time I just wasted. Yeah. I could have been fucking doing something else. Right. So why are you punishing yourself for a decision you voluntarily made? I don't know. I don't it's, know. It's irrational, but you no, but it, no, no. That, well, that's a that's a bad justification because like I would still put if I had like a if I was like clean off drugs and I had a slip, I would still fucking beat myself up over it. Right. Right. Same. Not not same idea, but you know <laughs> what I mean. Like just because it's something that I willingly did doesn't mean that I won't regret doing it. Okay. Fair. Right. So. But I guess the the better question is why does do you think that we're wrong in prioritizing work over pretty much everything else? Sometimes. Sometimes, as in what? Like, give me an example. Uh, so everyone has their own unique example. Yeah. For me, it's when I see my older sister and I'm like oh dear god you're actually eight months pregnant right now yeah and I've seen you four times since you weren't yeah and it's like that's that's a lot of life that's passed by and I'm like I'm ignorant to it okay but so like those kinds of things make me feel like work is not that important I'm gonna make a counter argument that the amount of time that you lose working right now is going to be eclipsed a hundred times by the amount of free time you'll have in the future because you work right now. Right, but there's balance and compromise in that idea. 
I don't. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I think probably if, if you're not satisfied with every week that goes by, I think you're doing it. Or I shouldn't say every week. Choose a time frame you like. Um, whether it be day, yeah. week, month, ninety days, six months, year. Choose a time frame that you can be satisfied with and create balance. I think because yeah. you could I fucking think, die tomorrow. I think in a month, I want to have more good days than bad. More easy days than hard. Right, which would mean you're looking at a year perspective. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. I look at... I try to look at more of a, a day or a week perspective right now because if I have a lot of good days and if I enjoy myself, have good days, and overall have productive weeks, I think that equals a good year. Yeah, but I also don't dislike working. You don't dislike working and you don't dislike bad days. You don't fight them. Define bad. You're like, there's some bad days. Right. You have a lot but... of you have a lot of bad days. Fucking admit it. And you have, yeah. you have bad days and you just grit your teeth and bear it and you do another one. Because mm-hmm. you know you're going to have a better month. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Well, but the fact that like maybe I'll get married and have a kid when I'm 30 and from the day that kid's born, I don't have to work ever again. Right. Because I've saved up enough because now I have a business that just pays me 200 grand a year and I don't have to do shit. Exactly. Right? But that happened because I fucking grit my teeth and took the bad days right now. Exactly. Right? So you... The the greatest... Or sorry, the most confusing way to look at life is you simultaneously view life in nine days, nine months, and nine years. Okay. And nothing in between matters. Yeah. Well, because... And you hold those all at the same time. I guess, like, I'm sure you would get there. Someone with a left perspective might say that I feel guilty when I'm not working because I've been beaten in, in like, corporatism and capitalism, beaten into my head that I'm not a productive member of society. Not true. Because when people that have, like, let's say, CERB, mm-hmm. okay, what, what things are. What, what are people spending money on? What things are trending now that people have served or laid off a bunch of time on their hands? What's what's going up? What are people doing more? Relaxing. Relaxing. Gardening. Okay. Biking. Fixing their house. Yeah. Taking care of their kids. Mm-hmm. Going on whatever little vacations they can. Staycations. What's your point, though? The point is... When money isn't an issue... When, you... when money isn't an issue, people still do what they can to bring the most value to their life. Mm-hmm. So fixing your house... Isn't exactly leisure time. It's not leisure time. It's not... Like, that's productive. That's hard work. That's a, that's a legitimate task in a job. And then someone would say that, yeah, but you ha- at the end of it, you have this finished house or whatever... But I would make the same argument with my business is that people, I, people work and achieve for the sake of it, not because they're forced to. Yes. When, when people do. have no reason to work, they do anyways, yeah. is my point. Yeah. Why well, I, I can't, I, I, I can never see myself just retiring and never. No, because who in the fuck is so powerful that can make all of humanity work their asses off for a better future? Trump. Okay. <laughs> Literally no. 
Like, nobody has that kind of power. That's human nature. Well, I guess it's like, I don't... People love to work. People love to succeed. Yes. People love to achieve the satisfaction of... And people always say, like, that's a a man's purpose in life is to work hard and achieve and provide for his family. Number one, that's bullshit because any woman you meet that does the same thing feels greater satisfaction than if she didn't. Yeah. That's human fucking nature. I guess, like, I... So is is that a leftist or a libertarian view? I don't know, honestly. I think there's merits from all sides. Like, I feel like I use... I made a Facebook post about this a while ago. I, like, I use my work as... To treat my mental health. Right. Like, I, I have... Which is fair. That's some of the most best I've ever feel about myself. My self-confidence is when I achieve something big. What do they do with prison inmates? They put them to work. Yeah. For, quote, rehabilitation. No, that's just to get free labor. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> The prisoners? No, the profits. <laughs> the for-profit prisons? With free labor. But, like, I, I probably would say a lot of the reason why I'm single is because I work so much. Yes and no. I'm also a dick, but... Right. Hey! Same. <laughs> True. We're hard to be around. So, I... I like being around you, Tyler. I had a brief interaction with a government employee today. And, like, you have two options when you're speaking to someone. At my building! I apologize. You badmouth a health inspector. No, he's fine. No, he started it. We passed the health inspection, for the record. With flying colors. We got spot inspected today by the province, and I wasn't there. But Tyler was. So, I said what you would have. And you fucking, before he signed that thing, you were, like, yelling at him. No, I... Okay. So, there's a... You have a petition. We have a petition on our bar top. Uh, shout out Loaf and Honey. Uh, our friends Dustin and Rachel uh, have a cheese company where they make cheese. And they're following every federal guideline to make the cheese. But the province recently changed the guidelines... And made them like throw out a bunch of their cheese and everything for no reason, even though they're following the federal guidelines. So they asked me and a few other business owners to put a uh, petition in our bar um, where people could sign that said, this is bullshit. Let them eat cheese. Basically. And so... The health inspector. Is from the department that we're fighting with this petition. (laughs) Yeah. So he... He's standing at the front counter and he looks at the petition and he reads over it and he looks at like your business partner. He's like, do you have an opinion about this? And I was not fully in the conversation or paying attention. I was like on my phone and I just stood up and he's like, do you have an opinion about this? And I like kind of vaguely remember what it's about. And I, I didn't actually know if this guy was like a health inspector or if he was like whatever, if it was LGCA or whatever. I didn't know what organization. Figured he's probably government but he said this in such a way it just like flipped a fucking switch in the back of my head there's like disrespect in his fucking voice and i just looked at him and i said yeah well any opportunity that the government has to fuck a small business and drive them into the ground they'll take it so yeah i've got some feelings about it 
And then your business partner, Zach, is like, no, no, I don't have any feelings about it. You know, they're friends of ours. We put it out. And, you know, it's in, it's in like dozens of businesses, whatever, no big deal. It's like good cop, bad cop. But that tendency to not be a shit disturber or, or tend- to tendency to be a shit disturber, I can't turn it off. Me neither. I cannot turn I it off. I think I'm worse than you. You are worse than me. I think I am. But I am <laughs> much worse than I used to be since I met you. You're welcome. You remember the night I'm talking about? You're like... Yes, when you... You've come around. I did that. Like... Yeah, when you did that thing that we probably shouldn't talk about. Sorry, Winnipeg. Like... Yeah. That was the... That was literally the night where I was like, this is... I like this new Tyler. Yeah. No, I, I liked it too. I'm like, you know what? You don't have to sit down and shut the fuck yeah. up when people are being... When, when things well, aren't yeah, fair, when, when things don't make sense. When the, yeah, exactly. And I, I'm glad you got that from me. And I'm also glad you thought, see that the government is... Uh, not always right, and uh, it's not. just because they have authority doesn't mean they're right. Also, don't take this in the way we are not saying that they're always wrong. No, 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 no not necessarily. We are just the people that like to say that they're not always right. Because I think the same way where you felt you had to be the bad cop today, mm-hmm. I feel like when we're together, you feel like you have to be my the good cop to me. Yes. Me being a fucking... I would. You would, you would say <laughs> some shit, I'd smooth it over. Yeah. I, we do that all the time with people. <laughs> We're fucking. Because I mean, we can't just make a grown man cry <laughs> in your bar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a grown man that can fail my help and fail me on my health inspection. To be fair, he did buy a bottle of wine. Yeah, he bought a bottle of wine too. That's funny. And we passed the health inspection. He emailed the thing over. So yeah, and like listening to him talk about it, I'm like, this guy doesn't actually understand what you do. None of them do. We had a city inspector that was like, oh. uh... And all the distilling equipment, like when we first got the license, so we're like, we're not distilling. And he's like quoting an American standard. He's like, this. And we're like, that's not even a, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah, he was, he didn't know how to like racking wine. He didn't understand the fact that wine sits in a tank for fucking months. What do you say? And it collects dust. He's like, I don't think there should be dust on here. He's like, it's, it, number one, <laughs> it's sealed. Yeah. Number two has been there for four months. Number three, the dust doesn't hurt. Number four, I can't cover it because CO2 has to ventilate. I don't know there's shit coming out of it. Like, well, also, we clean it before we open it and bottle right. it, right? We wipe just, everything down. Like, like, why are you mad about this? Yeah. Yeah, like, clearly he doesn't understand. He's. So, a wise man once told me if a lawyer doesn't, um, you know, strike out a clause or fuck with your agreement, it wasn't a good agreement? No, he doesn't feel like he's doing his job. He doesn't do it because there's any issue with it. If he does nothing, he feels like he hasn't done his job. Okay. So, every time expect resistance. Oh, so you're saying the same thing with an inspector. He just has to bring something up. He has to bring something up. He has to nitpick. He can't walk away having said, you know what? This is I don't see game. anything of consequence. Yeah. He will have to say, mm, dust, mm, little bit of sugar on that sugar concentrate crusty stuff on the tap like he has to say something even if it doesn't fucking matter to him yeah which is the exact opposite right. of how I function right something something about that just like tickles the back of my brain is like whoa yeah, motherfucker I want to hit you well cause like cause you can't see it if everything is perfect then I'm like perfect I don't have to fucking do anything 
like, great. Dude, go. Let's get sign, seal, deliver. Like, you know. Done. Exactly. And um, can't leave good enough alone because he doesn't understand what his fucking job is and why. Yeah. So, same goes for government regulators. Yeah. A lot Lawmakers. Of people lo- writing these fucking laws don't know what they're doing. Cops. Every cop. Okay, we're not going to talk about cops. We're like getting mad. Um, Sorry, cops. You know what? No, I, fuck you, cops. I have to appreciate my small town cops because I've done some dumb shit with my friends. Yeah, because you're white. Right? You get away with it. Right. Exactly. So, like, respectful. But, you know my other best friend that's super not white? <laughs> yes, he's super not white. The equivalent of being, you know... An inner city what? black man. Watch your in America, right? Yeah. The equivalent. Our, in, yeah, our indigenous people are not treated very well by police. Here. No, not at all. Profiled criminally, like same stats. Like sixty percent of the prison population is Aboriginal, but twenty percent of the population actually is Aboriginal. Yeah. Bad numbers all across the board, but he had a bad night. He got. He was like really drunk at a friend's house or relative's house cop showed up for like a different reason and they're like trying to break up the party or the action whatever is going they're like hey man you're you know giant scary guy that's super fucking drunk they're like what we gotta get you out of here like we're gonna either like throw you in the drunk tank or whatever he's like uh can you just like bring me to my pastor's house like uh okay it was a 35 minute 40 minute drive away like two towns over fucking put him in the truck drive 40 minutes bring him home knock on the door make sure he gets in safe this like, is cop propaganda I don't want like, to hear it they fucking support him bring him inside like hey you know he's like really fucked up he's being an idiot tonight here you go like they bring him home this is cop propaganda this is small town shit that you get you're lucky to experience if you live in a small town because never have for the if record. if they responded differently, like there's, the people know their names. Yeah, people aren't checking badge numbers. People aren't like putting in the paper. People like know their fucking names. They know your dad. They know your sister. They know your mother. They know your wife. Yeah, like that works here, but outs like respect for my town coughs. Fucking the rest of them. Yeah, we're not, let's not talk about I'm going to get mad. <laughs> yeah, no, like, um, like so, I, I'll i say that much if anybody that I know is listening is like, yes, I don't have any problems with the ones I know personally, but I know systemically and what you've been through, I have so much more anger than I have respect. I hired another employee this week. Yes. We're up to six people in the organization now. Including my own sister. And I also have your sister. Yep. Do you want to talk about that? She's a plant girl. She's a plant girl? So we... Horticulturalist? We um, we had the opportunity to... Uh, like, if you're familiar with my operation, we have a vineyard. Um, Which I'm fixing. Yeah, we have a vineyard where we grow our grapes. Uh, up until this year, it was uh, maintained and uh, and owned by uh, a different guy, 
And uh, this year now we're uh, taking over all the ownership and the uh, and the work and everything, the maintenance and everything. Thank goodness. So we needed to hire someone down there. Um, it's about an hour, hour and a half south of where I live. I'm not going to fucking commute that every day in the, in the summer, obviously. So we needed to hire someone down there. And... I guess you brought it up. I when we were talking, I, like, how did this even happen? I don't remember. I don't know. We've talked about the we've been talking about the vineyard for years. And then I was just saying, like, yeah, we need someone down there full time that knows plants. And you're like, hey, my sister yeah. knows plants. Doesn't like where she's working right now. Loves plants. And and is well, not not only loves plants, but is 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 intelligent in that. Yeah. Right. It, she's like she's super dyslexic, flunked out of school, can't do anything academically <laughs> he said it not me Amy. but like she my entire family is like this but she, she found like her lane and in horticulture she has she's a genius yeah like for my mom it's human anatomy and biology yeah like she cannot i'm well, pretty good at human anatomy too if you know what i'm saying absolutely no she's a <laughs> massage therapist and like you say what's four times five give her 30 fucking minutes and she'll get it wrong. Yeah. But if you say, how does a scapula affect your ribs? Period. Do you know what a and scapula she, is? Because that's already ahead of me. Right, exactly. And she'll like <laughs> she'll go off for like thirty minutes about yeah, yeah. you know how your life is impacting your fucking spine. Yeah. Um It's the same thing with Amy. Yeah, and my sister with now she's getting into reading and tutoring, like everybody has their lane, especially with dyslexics. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we pushed her right into that. And just like you, you're fucking unemployable and not good in school, but killing it in business, right? Yeah, I love, like, you ever see that, uh, if you watch The Office, there's this uh, episode where they're uh, they're in the work bus or whatever. I forget what the setup is. And uh, Kevin, who's like the character that's, he's an accountant, but he's bad at math. That's the joke, the yes. running joke. Yes, And, uh, then there's like they're gonna go to this pie stand or whatever, and they run out of gas. Or whatever. he's like, he's like, but we only have twenty three minutes, and it's sixteen miles, so that's only like, and he's like breaking this all down. And they're like, what? How did you just do that math, right? And then like Oscar's like, Kevin, what's uh sixteen thousand four hundred eighty two pies times uh four hundred eleven pies? And he just like looks, he's like. 7 million pot or whatever you know whatever the number is he's yeah. like and what if it were what if it were tomatoes and he's like uh carry the <laughs> can't figure it out can't yeah. figure it out yeah so that's like me I can't do fucking math but as soon as it's money I'm done it's, it's in my head it's Zach, Zach's always like what do you what, what's whatever times whatever I have it immediately yeah. It's fucking weird. Like, I get the math, and I'm usually right on when it comes to big multiplication stuff. I'm, like, right on with fucking, yeah. Taking over someone else's business or job or responsibilities is a really weird experience. Because you see, like, you start looking at stuff, you're like, why the fuck did they do this? Like, how are they stupid? Why do they, like, this is lazy. This is dumb. This is wrong. <laughs> Yeah, see. Thanks. And you can't rationalize what you see in front of you. Yeah. So this vineyard has been another exercise, like many others, of when you look at this, like he's literally using the wrong lumber. Yeah. The wrong fasteners. The the person we're we're saying him, uh, the person who built this vineyard originally yeah. fifteen years ago. Yeah, and he's 
like he's smarter than us for sure. He's an orthopedic surgeon. He's a doctor, yeah. Orthopedic surgeon. Yeah. Which is next fucking level of past GP, right? Yeah. This guy's a specialist and a doctor, and he's making decisions on this venue that make no sense. Yeah. Fasteners that don't make sense. Materials that make no sense. Strategy that makes no sense. The rows aren't straight. Like, for someone that's a doctor, you'd expect precision, precision. <laughs> order, consistency, forethought, execution, like, all these things absent. In case you're listening to this, buddy, um, sorry. You made a hell of a thing. We look at it and simultaneously we're like, so much respect. So much respect because how in the fuck did you build an a vineyard this large as a hobby? This is a business. Yeah. You built this as a hobby. Like this yeah. is insane. Yeah. But like simultaneously, what the fuck? Um, he but, said it on me. But that's you know twelve years of evolved learning. Yeah. You no, know, like you can literally see from row to row to row to row things the decisions that he made and what he changed yeah and picking back through it like archaeology is a weird experience so looking at like look at look at what you were when you're fucking 17 yeah you know like yeah starting a winery um... <laughs> it's like that was that was stupid why was I like that I don't know I like drugs Okay, some of us are still a little too close <laughs> to our biases. No, I'm, I forget what point I was getting at there, honestly. You're drunk, I can tell. <laughs> um, I didn't you, even get to finish my point a minute ago. People are excellent at certain things. I am, yeah. And utterly blind. Most I don't know anything about anything. Right. And embrace it. I I do. Like today, I could have helped you guys put in the dishwasher. I wouldn't have helped. Yeah, I, I probably would have caused like, hey, more damage than... He's like, I can help you. I'm like, yeah, you're better off not close. <laughs> he literally, right. Zach was like, he's just going to get us talking and then we're going to fucking take away longer. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I know what I'm going to have. It's not putting in dishwashers. It's not putting in dishwashers. Um, anyway, I was going to say, I hired... Uh, Amy was not the employee I was talking about. I hired a different employee um, this week. Uh, she's good. She did her first uh, solo. Uh, she's in promotions, uh, sales and promotions. So she does uh, farmer's markets, uh, events, and then we also have her do uh, bottling. Uh, she hasn't done a bottling shift yet, but uh, she did her f- first solo uh, market shift yesterday and went well, apparently. So... Um, but yeah, we're up to six people in the organization, which is uh, pretty crazy, honestly. Yeah. And we're all under 25. <laughs> yep. 25 and under. And uh, none of us have a college degree. Nope. Well, half, half of us have high school degrees. Was Ellie? Nope. She, uh, Isn't... she had her high school grad two Wednesdays ago. Right, yeah. student. The, oh, the girl going, going to college. Right? Yeah, the girl I just uh, hired turned 18 45 days ago. <laughs> and um, yeah, is it's a student grant program that I'm using. Like it's a provincial grant. They're covering like eight bucks an hour. So I had to hire a student. For reference, that's like between high school and first year college. 
and also the youngest you can be the surf licker. Oh yeah, it's twenty one in the states. Surf licker. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's why it's important uh, yeah. because he's weird. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so we're up to up to six people in the organization, which is like fucking blowing my mind. Honestly, okay, I got forty five people that applied for this job. Yeah, ten people I interviewed seriously. Had it down to three. Hired one. But like I had people begging me for this job. I don't know anything about anything. I'm a dumb dumb. Yeah, we we sat on the phone for two and a half hours. Right before my interview. Before your first interview. Because I didn't know how to do. I, I was more nervous than they were probably. Yeah. No, you. It's not that you didn't know how. It's okay. No, you knew how. Um, so what we talked about is like how to think about interviews. Yeah. How to feel about them, how to think about them, what to get out of them. Yeah. And yeah, that was like, that was the kickoff to my most productive day I've had in a month. Good, good. Well, this uh, this girl, the th- I don't remember, I was taking notes the whole time, but I don't remember much about the interviews as you don't. You never do. But That's one of the things we talked about. One of the things I remember with this girl when I interviewed her, because she had just turned, turned 18 like recently. I asked her, uh, one of the questions I was trying to ask was like, what do you know about the local liquor industry? Like, you have experience with the local industry? And she like pauses for a second. She's like, okay, well, I don't want to wrap myself out too badly. (laughs) But like, I've tried a few of the things, (laughs) like, you know, like underage. And I'm like, that made me laugh. Not like laugh, but like laugh. Internally. Internally. LOL. I'm interviewing, right? Well. But I remember making a mental note of that. I'm like, okay, that like I rule breaker. Because I'm well, and not only that, but I was Which looking is a positive. Yeah. Like that, yeah, for sure. But like not only that, but I was looking for the personality over everything. Yeah. Right? Because this really isn't a skilled position. Yeah, she's bro- she broke the fourth wall on that and she said, Well, I'm gonna inc- I'm gonna I'm gonna say some stupid shit on this interview. Yeah, and it was it worked. It worked. Obviously. It worked. Yeah, obviously. I hired her. I thought she was the best. Uh, I had a couple other people, um, but I just, I got the best vibes from her. And like, I, th- I thought it worked the best. What was your biggest, to reverse that, what was your biggest turn off? Um, she wants to study criminology in, in school. <laughs> what does that tell you? She might be a knock. She might be a knack. Yeah. Fucking knacks. Fucking knacks. Um... But I said to Zach, my partner, I said, we're going to try and get her salary high enough in the next four years that she won't want to work in her field. Mm. She'll want to keep working for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people are leaving their fields for startups. Yeah. People are leaving salaries for startups. When right now, like her and, and my other promotions guy, Wyatt, they're in a great position where um, sky's the limit, honestly, because every step that I take up, up um, there's going to be gaping holes that need to be filled by people. Yeah. And that's usually the story of my life, but it's more, <laughs> but it's more so. Thank you. Um, sorry, mom. Just kidding. My parents don't listen to my fucking podcast. Um, but uh, there's going to be holes left by me. Like pretty soon, not pretty soon. In the next couple of years, it's gonna. I'm gonna need to aggressively expand to other provinces, maybe other countries. I'm gonna just need to leave. Yep. And start doing that. My day to day needs to be managed by somebody. So. Which any, is fun. But any of these people that are working for me right now that want to take that position, that comes with a big pay raise. 
because now you're bringing in a lot more value to my organization, right? So anyone is in a really good position. Can you talk about why did you just put in a commission structure for your employees? Yes, so I just added a bonus structure. Um, so it's hourly plus bonuses. So yeah. for reference, he was already paying the fair market value and now is paying them more yes. because... I don't want them to leave. And? I had a dream that they were going to leave. Yes. I had a dream that all my employees... I think in the dream I had more employees... Like in the dream I was managing like a warehouse or something... It was a dream. I don't usually remember my dreams, but I've, I've been feeling like I'm getting more vivid dreams recently in the last, like, six months. I don't know what that is, but... Yeah, who knows? Whatever. Nobody. Um, Nobody. So, in the dream, I was, like, managing this, like, warehouse or something. I don't know. And I had, like, a lot of employees. It's funny that, like, my, my dreams are me managing a mid-level manufacturing operation. <laughs> like, you know. Anyway, and... For whatever reason, like all my employees came in and resigned one after another. Yeah. And whatever, I guess it's like one of those dreams where like you wouldn't remember unless you it bothered you. You know what I mean? And you wake up and you're like, "What the fuck?" And then you're like, "Oh, that was a dream." But let me say you handled it properly because I've seen people that have that same sort of idea where you know employees leave, but they treat it. They turn around and they treat it like an ultimatum. So they turn like a commission structure into an ultimatum rather than a value add. No, no, it, it, it's a bonus structure. It's not right. even a commission structure. Exactly. So, so people take I'll, that same I'll idea and turn so it into something bad. I pay my guys like between 14 and 16 an hour right now for sampling. Um, and so what this bonus structure allows for is that the ad markets and stuff they sample they sell liquor obviously so the average that they sell is about four cases about 48 bottles um at an average market like i took the average number between all the markets we've done this year and which and my numbers are a little bit off because of covid but whatever so if they sell the average uh i cut them an extra 20 bucks onto their paycheck for the day yeah if they get 12 bottles more than that, so like 56 or 60, yeah, 48 to 60, mm-hmm. they get 60, I toss them another 20, and if they get another 12, a total of 72, uh, I toss them a 30, and then that's the cap. So they can get an additional $70 uh, on their date, which is effectively doubling their wage. Depending on how many hours they work, obviously. But, you know, if you're working six hours at 15 bucks an hour, that's an extra 70 bucks is doubling your, your day's wage. Right. And you did this entirely on top of without touching their wages. Correct. Yeah. I and But I, like, I, I've given, like, obviously, Ali's only worked for me for a few weeks. And same with Amy's only worked for, like, a month. Uh, why? I've already given him, I think, two raises since he started. Yeah. Uh, in the last, like, two years. Like a buck each time. Yeah, and in the same space, the best, probably one of the happiest, most content contractors that I know, uh, he did two things for his employees. One was you never work weekends. Okay. You're home on Friday by six. Yeah. And number two is if you finish the project, 
early, every day is a bonus. Okay. So obviously his daily expense of operating is, you know, thousands, maybe tens of thousands. I like that because that motivates people to work faster. Quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So he pays out, I think his rate is something like 30% of the money that he saves. So he's still winning big of course, yeah. on every day. Yeah. But if everyone like works efficiently, solves problems, whatever, and the crews kind of work in their own ecosystem, let's say crews of like five to seven guys. Yeah. So if they work up a really efficient system, they all together do a 10 day job in eight days. Yeah. They get paid for like 8.6 days. Mm-hmm. On top of day nine, they start a new job at full pay. Yeah. So on average, so they're already getting paid from the other one. And, right. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, they're going ten to thirty percent faster than they should. But they're are they fucking up? No. So because if you, because if, if you're you getting paid up, by you, if you fuck up, you go back. Right. Yeah. You don't get to walk away from your fuck ups yeah, in yeah, construction. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So because it's still goal oriented, not just yeah. yeah. So this guy's got only like two, three crews, not a big company. Yeah. And he's doing nothing because everyone is busting their asses to do it right, do it fast, do it well. Yeah. Because they're all getting paid well. And they're having a great time because it you know what's fun? Winning. Yeah. Well Winning. dude, I, I wanna keep my guy I wanna keep my guys around. Like that's that's the end of it. Like and if I have to pay because like I'm having this internal Maybe we can talk this out right now. I'm having this like internal holdback where I'm like, well, someone in their position doesn't make 20 bucks an hour. Right. So why would I pay them 20 bucks an hour? That's not what they make. And I like saying it out loud. I'm like, well, that's dumb. Just fucking pay them whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But like something in my heart is like, well that's not free market value (laughs) like you know what i mean it's not a free market value but that's what makes it fun okay is paying above yeah is what gamifies it because you're not actually paying above it's fair because you based on real numbers which is why because well and what also what i was worried about with uh because when i got out of the stream I was just going to be like, okay, fuck it. Everyone's getting a $3 an hour raise. Right. And then I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine for the summer where I'm fucking, this is our busy season. But as soon as we're in February, I'm going to be regretting that. Right. So that's why I tied it to a, I guess it is kind of commission, but it's, it's basically based on performance. Right. Because. And it's, but it's fair and it's rational. Yeah. Because I'm taking parts of the money that I profit and giving it to them. Right, so right. that, so that twenty an hour, yeah, is not actually too much. It's rationalized, yeah. But when you look at it from a different way, it's more than they deserve. But think about it, like with but both are true. If you get the full bonus, yeah. you're making the equivalent of like thirty an hour, right? Right, and that's both fair and also generous. Yeah, but that's why it works because the employee feels the same way. Yeah. If, I hope they do. I, I haven't really got their feedback yet, but... Yeah, right. I hope Too soon. Same the hope is the employee feels like they're getting a strong... Fairly compensated. Fairly... More than that. Better compensated than they earned. Yeah. 
Well, because the I because the wine sells anyway. Yeah. Well, because I I don't want them to feel like you know I'm earning all this money and I just cut them thirty bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is like obviously not what I'm doing. I but it's fucking expensive to run this business, and I gotta pay the government half my money, and we gotta pay to make these products. Like we're not we don't profit that much at the end of the day. Yeah. So I don't want them to look at like the top line sales because obviously they can figure out how much they're selling, and be like, oh, we sold a thousand dollars today. I'm I'm getting fucking fifty bucks. Like. Yeah. Okay. I don't want them to be, but and but honestly, if they think like that, then they're probably not gonna fit in long term in this organization anyway. But. Winner's guilt is a real thing. Yeah. Where you pinch pennies, you make it big, you get rich, and you turn around and you're like, oh my god, I squeezed the life out of a thousand people to get here. Yeah. And then you spend the rest of your life trying to give back and feel okay about that. Why fuck that up in the first place? Yeah. Well, I guess, like, I just don't want to lose... Like, I don't want to fuck up my organization by being too generous. Right. Because, like, we're... we're we, I can spend a fuck ton of money to grow. Yeah, there's there's a line, and I'll stop you when you hit it. <laughs> because I've seen that, what it looks like when people get paid too much. Uh, which is hilarious and sad. But when people get paid too much, is is exactly the same as effect, effect as it when they get paid too little. I guess like I've been, I've we have been multiple times, dozens of times, I would say, a fucking bad check away from being bankrupt. Yep. Like we we have more checks written than the money in our bank. Yeah. Like I have been at a point where I have to steal fucking soap from a dispenser at McDonald's to pass my health inspection because we can't afford to buy soap. Like, I have multiple times been there where I was sense from going bankrupt. And so, when I think about that, I never want to be there again. And you don't want your people to feel that way. I don't want... Well, exactly. But... Anybody. If the entire organization goes out of business, it's not going to fucking help them either. Yeah. So, and I'm fortunate, knock on wood, to be doing good... Somehow, I'd say good. I'm selling a lot of liquor for some reason. <laughs> Fuck if I don't know. Yeah, our sales really didn't go down during COVID, no. which I was expecting them to. Kind of did okay. Yeah, we kind of did okay. <laughs> Shh, I don't know. People drink when they're bored. I'm gonna do like three three twenty this year, I think. Yeah, which I, is like not. If I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna beat you this year, I'm gonna bust my ass. Nope. No, it's funny because the turntables. How, oh, how the turntables. Oh, how the turntables. Will is going to be borrowing me money this year. Yeah, that's the funny one. Which yeah. is, it would have happened last week, but, you know. We just got it, yeah. Deal fell through. Yeah. But, exciting. Like, I've talked about this with my mom the other day. How we're just going to, like, we're going to fucking <laughs> yo-yo back and forth. Yeah, And cause... you'll, like, pop up. You'll be like. Fat on cash, you'll have to loan it to me. Yeah, because I'll, I'll pop up. You'll be lean. I'll loan it to you, and we'll just like. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty. Frog. I'm pretty heavy on cash right now. Like we're doing okay. Which I got is hilarious. I got more cash coming in than I'm spending, which is hilarious. Yeah, because because sixty days, ninety days ago, maybe not ninety, but like a hundred six months ago, I was like not good. 
Mm, like December, January? Like before, yeah, which was like, dude, it's July. Fuck. <laughs> uh, that was, yeah, December was seven months ago. <laughs> okay. Potato, potato, six months ago. Yeah. Um, we were not doing good. You weren't yeah. doing bad. Oh, well, yeah, okay. Like, you weren't doing like... $200,000 a year is not bad. It's not also, I'm cash heavy. I was very cash poor. But we've been able to refinance our debts um, a little bit and get our interest rates down. And we're more cash rich. So we're burning a lot less. And also sales have continued. And sales have, have kept steady. Yeah. Like today we bought a dishwasher and I'm like, uh, Zach, there was one for 2900 And he was like, just paid 39 for something. Yeah. He's like, uh, okay, whatever. Like, didn't bother turning around and going back to get that down. Well, one of the better one. Right. <laughs> this like, one, two minute, two minute clean cycle. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, Excuse? he literally just said whatever to a grand. <laughs> and I'm like, this is the same guy that fucking bit my balls off over 10 cents. Yeah. I've done it. Yeah. Man. And I love had to do it, it to survive. It. I love it. No, you you literally, I forget what the context was, but you're like, you guys with fucking money scare me or something like that. Like, like when we're just like, yeah, whatever, buy it. Like, yeah. Yeah, well, this is the first time in my life where we're like, uh, what were we building? Where we went to Rona and bought a bunch of shit recently. The bar? No, no, no. After this. Because the bar we built when I was poor. That's why we were stealing light sockets and stuff. Remember? <sighs> I mean, yeah, never mind. We didn't do that. I know what we were buying at fucking Rona. Pretty recently. We were there. Vineyard stuff. It was the same time we bought the uh, bought that uh, like SAR drawer or whatever that was behind the glass and it was in a box. That was Pallet weird. racking. Okay. And what do we buy to build that? Oh, we had to buy the bits and shit? Yeah. Fancy, yeah, yeah. fancy drill. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we, we were putting up pallet racking in my, in my building. We had to buy this drill or whatever. And I didn't even look at the price. We just took it. I'm like, this is what we need? You're like, yeah, we just grabbed it. Yeah. And I was like, wait, like that was like the first time I've never been like trying to like, you know, let's just check Facebook marketplace quick to make sure, you know what I mean? mean? Like we, we did get it for like half price. Yeah. Because shit just works out. Yeah. When we trust the universe. Display model, owner's manual missing, mislabeled. And he knocked like half the price off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We just went. No, because when I trust the universe. And I just go with the flow. It rewards me for doing that. Maybe that's why we have nothing to talk about right now because we're fucking winning. Well, okay. Here's the thing. We're about like it's it's beginning of July. Um, If you're a fan of this podcast or you know me at all, this is my busy season. We do. Last year we were doing like 15 farmers markets a week. It was like 200 hours a week of of events we were doing. Mm -hmm. Which out of 168 hours, I know there's 168 hours in the week. It's because there were. Five events concurrently on Saturdays, um, and that was why I had had to hire my first employees was to cover events that I couldn't be in three places at once. Summers are my fucking busy season, um, and yeah, like things have just been kind of going good. Like it's been I go to work and sell a lot and fall asleep. And, we get a you know. bar sink. Yeah, we're uh, we're doing dishwasher. We're still closed. The bar is still closed for COVID right now, so we're doing some renos uh, while it's closed. Some upgrades, yeah. So we put in a sink behind the bar, which that's a fucking long time coming. Hilarious that you didn't have one. Oh no, I got an I got special approval from uh, the health inspectors. I could use my my three compartment sink I have in the back, which isn't far away. Like it's a it's ten steps away from the bar. But 
not a good idea when you're when we're busy when you're taking care of a place yeah when i'm busy it was dumb but um and we put in a dishwasher what we just talking about but uh yeah so we're doing renos right now uh while we're still closed um it's good fun but things yeah i mean like well i keep looking at my bank it's like more money's coming in than going out which is like weird (laughs) something's wrong Something. Well, I keep literally. I'm like, do, what are we spending? Like, do we have checks written? Like, what are we doing? Like, what's happening? And he's like, no, we're, no, we're, we just have money. I don't know. <laughs> Him being Zach, my partner, the money man. Yeah, I don't. I don't really think about that. I, he knows all the books and everything we have. I don't fucking know anything about anything. I just. If you get the yes or no, thumbs up, thumbs down. Whatever's in the bank account, that's how much we have yeah. <laughs> in my mind. But uh, yeah, I don't know. And you're um, you're content as fuck. Yeah. Well, you're between projects right now, right? I'm between projects. Well, technically, quote between projects. I'm working for you guys. You guys are actually paying me now, which is great. Yeah, which is another thing. Which is you did so much fucking free labor for me. So much. And now I'm paying you. Yeah. No, you're I'm never gonna get any money for what happened before. No. Good. No. It's I, I'm glad you know that. That's lots of favors though. Because that wasn't a question. You're not getting any fucking money. <laughs> money I don't need. Good faith is better. No, I've got, I've got, I've got enough coming up to keep me excited. I've got not too much happening right now that has got me overwhelmed. I'm yeah. going to. I've got enough money to afford a three, four day cabin getaway with my girlfriend. Yeah. Also, I would like four beach days this month. I picked up golfing. I've. I don't know. You're I've, taking much been, more leisure time than I am, definitely. I'm literally three thirty percent leisure time right now. You also live with your mom, so it's adds to the leisure time. That's not what I'm only, saying. Not only because of rent, but like she cooks me food, the grass gets cut. Okay, little boy. Well I like, live on my own. It's I'm content as fuck. So yeah, Willows Hello. Grinding. I am. Making money. True. I'm having a great ass time over here remember like i'm pretty sure i remember episodes of us just being like yeah we have low mental health right now <laughs> like, yeah. actually to be fair i uh no okay we have these like weekly mastermind calls me tyler and our uh friend jl and our friend mitch yep how uh, we do like a weekly mastermind call i think we've talked about it on here before um and we do like uh everyone does a temperature check we call it where we go over like our week's feelings and how we're you know everything we did and whatever and uh, this week I said, uh, this is probably the farthest away I've been from killing myself since we started doing this mastermind. And I looked at Zach and like, he needs better benchmarks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, uh, I wouldn't say I'm in a great mental health state, but like I feel pretty, honestly, a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. Keeps me motivated, keeps me not thinking about my purpose. Purpose, yeah, exactly. And I guess, like, a lot of, like, I'm not going to get too sentimental or anything, but, like, I just feel like maybe working towards something is, like, it's almost like, like, my brother dying wasn't for nothing. Like, it was, like, you know, I have something to, I'm working towards. I'm not just fucking wasting my time here. Mm-hmm. Like. And also, at the same time, I'm saying define your success and say, you know what, maybe my success right now is I'm taking enough time to enjoy the sunshine. You are. Yeah. Yeah. So But like don't... Well, but like I took I took the 
me taking the day off yesterday on Canada Day was me stopping work at 7.30 p.m. Right. <laughs> but I stopped work at 7.30 p.m. And we got together and my brother's partner and we went to my friend's pool and we fucking chilled all night. It was great. And that was fun. I, I'm, that was something I probably couldn't have done last year. I wouldn't have enough time. That's true. I'm also saying for the sake of people that are not business owners or sure. working that insane amount, don't feel guilty for not. Yeah. Set your own benchmarks and fucking fulfill them. Yeah. And don't feel guilty for doing exactly what you, A, wanted, and B, said you were going to do. Yeah. Like me, I'm like, I'm going to take the evening off, watch Netflix, felt guilty about it. I'm like, fuck that. I'm here because I decided I wanted to and because I deserved it. And also, who gives a fuck? Well, was that a, was it, did we say... Now I'm getting intoxicated. But did we say that on this podcast? Or I thought we just... No, no, no. That wasn't us. Hmm? That was I was talking to James today. Okay. My web, my web developer uh, has the building uh, two doors down from me. I was hanging out there eating some... We had a little barbecue, made some hot dogs. Yeah. Um, I was talking to James and we, were, we both said like... Um, we... The productivity we can get in like three hours when we want to work... Is better than eight hours when we don't want to work. Absolutely. Right? So, because I was telling him, I'm like, he's like, well, so what do you got going on besides like, you know, markets or whatever? And I'm like, well, I kind of like, I'm just, I basically work three hours, take an hour off, work three hours, take an hour off, like all 24 7. Yeah. That's essentially my like, you know, excuse me. And, um, and yeah, and then we we're talking about how like when you actually have motivation to work, you'll be way more productive. Than if you're forced to like work between these hours, so there's days where I fucking sleep in until two p.m. Why and, not? Pe- and people will and like my mother would be like fucking lazy, whatever. But my then work from three p.m. to fucking ten is way more productive than I would have gotten if I forced myself out of bed at eight and to go into the office yeah, to fucking do work. Risk taking, creativity, all that, far beyond what a person gets done in just an eight-hour I showed up day. Well, because like, if I had to, if I was like, okay, I'm going to be productive. So I'm going to force myself out of bed at 8 a.m. I'm going to go to the, up my office, sit down on my laptop and I'm going to work till four. If I did that every morning, I would fucking get nothing done. Yeah. So the fact that I can work at my own pace, doing my own shit, I get more done. <laughs> my best day I had this last week was I had a bunch of computer work to get done and it's creative it's kind of draining it's a little frustrating so i worked for probably two hours and i was running out of steam and you just find yourself like you're checking your phone instead of checking your phone every hour you're checking your phone every two minutes yeah i feel and i'm like okay fuck it flipped on youtube and i watched three videos back to back like 10 minutes each on like how to improve your golf swing yeah so i walk outside take my whatever laptop with me set it up on a little table and I take my pitching wedge and I fucking square up and I start pat- practicing my golf swing. Yeah. Spent 30 minutes in the front lawn just whacking a club. In the front you know, lawn? Yeah, like chipping. Like everyone like, can see you? Yeah, like without, <laughs> without a shirt on, like looking like a bum. Yeah. And like I did that for 30 minutes and I'm, okay, I'm tired of this. Put my club away, sat back on my computer, fucking work the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get like... Best thing ever. Like complete yeah. freedom. Yeah, I'll get like... Which I think is, like, something that people don't understand is, like, 
We always used to say like uh, activity and productivity are two different things. Right. Just because you're at work for 10 hours in front of your computer doesn't mean you were productive for 10 hours. Ugh. Right? All you email inbox warriors. Yeah. Well, you've had, you've, you've had more jobs than I've, I have. I've had more emails than you've had in your entire lifetime. Infinitely. Ugh. And did I tell you ever, Kevin sent, like... Your previous boss. Yeah, sorry. Kevin, previous boss, uh, was trying to figure out, like, why the fuck everyone was so busy and stressed out. So he's like, I'm going to do analytic, like, run the Google Analytics on emails received, responded to, um, in-series conversations, chats, hangouts, whatever, everything. Video calls, it's all done in one system. I had... I think it was like 40% more productivity than the next closest person okay. in the company. Yeah. Including the owners. Yeah. They're like, you've done 4,000 emails this month. None of that surprises me that you're more productive than everybody else. Right. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I've, I think I, I looked at my Google inbox the other day. So, you know when we moved our server over from Bluehost to Google? Mm-hmm. That would have been not a year ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe seven months ago. I don't know. You remember when I did that, though? I, I got booted off your server. So, yeah. yes, I remember. Because I had Since then, I've done like 6,000 emails. So, yeah. Because I was just looking the other day in my inbox for some reason. Oh, no, because I'm running out of space. Uh, Google was bitching at me. It's like, hey, you only have like 500 megs left of fucking storage. Pay us money. And on email, that's significant. No, because it includes drive too. Yeah, but, but still. But it'll just start deleting the last emails, which is fine. More or less. The earliest. It deletes your latest emails? It's like yesterday. It's like, yeah. ah! <laughs> it starts deleting yesterdays you have six years ago. Um, whatever, but, uh, I probably have a bunch of shit in my drive too that I don't need in my drive. Don't sweat the small shit. Do whatever the fuck you want. Grab a non-such Belgian peach. Get fucked up on a, oh, it is Thursday night. It's Thursday night. Now it's Friday. I was going to say Friday night. We gotta work tomorrow. Well, the thing about tomorrow is that I gotta receive a shipment. We gotta finish that dishwasher. We said we're getting up early tomorrow. What we meant by early was we have to be across town by 10 a.m. But across town? My office is six minutes away from here. Nine minutes. Right. Yeah. You're sleeping on the couch, I assume. 10 a.m. is early. We're in my house right now, and we're nine minutes away from my office. We're waking up at 10. That's nine hours from now. Early. Yeah. <laughs> well, you wake up earlier than me. Yep. Generally. I generally sleep 4 a.m. to 10 a.m. I'm like 12 to 9. No, yeah. 1 to 9. 1 to 9. I sleep way less than you, though. We, we already know this. Yes. Um, I sleep above 6 hours. I sleep, yeah, about 4 to 10 usually. Uh, I'm like, well, I you've seen me in the morning. I'm fucking out of it. Like... I need like a good 10 minute scrolling in my bed before I can even like be alive. Oof. See, but what I've been doing recently though is I hit the snooze, but I don't go back to bed. 
Yeah. I hit the snooze for like 10 minutes and then I scroll. And then when the snooze gets off, I'm like, okay, now it's time to get up. Mm. So I've been better at that because that was fucking me up. Especially like even back at school, it's like I would hit the snooze and then fucking fall asleep for five minutes and I'd be worse off than I was like, you know, before I went back to bed. Yeah. Um, but I also like, I just need to like poop for 20 minutes as well in the morning. Like that's just my, like continues, okay. continue scrolling. And, like, I have the morning VM. Read all my emails, like, you know, like whatever. This is like the first half hour of my morning. I do. I cannot be bugged. Yeah. I need to like get in my zone. <laughs> like, French press coffee. Just... Okay, I don't drink coffee. That's yeah, me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's... when I was like dating girls and they're like in my bed, I'm like, just, they're like trying to talk about the day. I'm like, just morning. leave me alone for a sec. <laughs> like, morning sex? <laughs> no. <laughs> I need, uh, what's my favorite, my favorite line right now? Me and Sophie were listening, uh, what's the song called? I don't remember. There's a, there's a song, Google it. You'll probably find it. Um, the line was, I have to hit it. I got to hit it in the morning because I'm whiskey dicking. <laughs> like you can't get hard at night. So he has to hit it when he wakes up. Um, and then me and Sophie both went relatable at the, like the same time. <laughs> me and my roommate. Um, and uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. I don't know. Well, let's wrap it up with that. Don't be whiskey dicking. I'll always be whiskey dicking. You'll be way more productive. So, um, thanks for listening, uh, to this podcast. Uh, I think we, uh, you know, what we've got to start doing is like cut out the first 20 minutes of every podcast. Cause we like, as we find our footing, but then we find it yeah, and then we're good. The, sh- the shot hits and then we're fucking like good. But, uh, yeah, my name is, uh, Willows, uh, V O T E W I L O W S on everything. Vote Willows. Um, you can follow me and it'd be cool, I guess. Uh, Alcohol Beyond This Point is this name of this podcast. Uh, Alcohol Beyond This Point podcast on Facebook. Alcohol Beyond This Point, all one word, on Instagram. Um, I also have a co-host. Tyler Bergen. Tyler underscore the builder because I build things. True. You gotta change your Twitter handle to that as well. True. Because I tagged you on Twitter the other day and I'm like, why? This I don't, is not I'm, I just lurk. Just have it though. Okay. Because I'll, I'll change it. I like to build. I like to build things. True. And uh, yeah, that's how to find me. And I'm going to, I promise to post more ASMR making <laughs> nice things soon. And if you, uh, if you want to send us a shot for shot time. Please um, do. No, what is it called now? Shot callers. Shot, shot caller is the segment. If you want to send us a bottle, uh, send it to 448B Brooklyn Street, Winnipeg, Manitoba, R3J1M7. No vodka. Uh, please do not send vodka, but we will take a... Sh- uh, I'm, I'll commit right now. Any potable alcohol, potable, potable being the word, you can't fucking send me motor oil, any <laughs> potable, like legal to drink alcohol... I will take a shot of for shot caller. Agreed. Uh, on the podcast if you send it in. Done. Um, thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, this has been Alcohol Beyond This Point, episode 15. It's been a slice. Uh... <laughs>